When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another fun-filled episode of Black Opinions Matter, motherfucker. My name is Amino Hassan. I'm joined, as always, by Big Jervin Baltray. This is one of the first times I'm seeing Trey without having a hat or a hoodie on or whatever, just a baldy out there, catching all that natural sunlight. You're back in New York, right? Yeah, yeah, I've been, I've been out in a while. There it is. How's the weather, by the way? Are you guys? Oh, it was rain. It was raining. It's very uh, uh, masterpiece sneaker weather. Super trash. Oh wow, it's super trash. Super trash. <laughs> so there, it makes sense. I dubbed it Patrick Beverly weather yesterday, but. A lot of people were giving me different answers, so I won't use it. It didn't one. catch on. Yeah. It didn't catch yeah. on. It's very ugly outside. That's what it was supposed to be. Yeah. And it's yeah. playing great defense on us, having a nice weekend. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. Uh, but uh, we got a fun show for you guys today. Quick uh, look ahead to what we're going to talk about. We have the latest episode of Atlanta, which I believe, due to multiple things in this episode, are all a shot at me. I'll say it. It's all good. Um, also, uh, what happens when Drake DMs your wife? A saga that unfolded during this week and unfolded much like the sanity of this dude who tried Drake. Also, we're going to get into, uh, yeah, uh, just because you saw Will Smith slap somebody doesn't mean you can run up on stage and there won't be no repercussions. As we get deep into Dave Chappelle, someone tried him. He missed and failed and then got his ass beat cartoonishly backstage. We'll also touch upon the passing of one Kevin Samuels. He is the internet relationship advice guy. I don't know. I like His claim to fame was just shitting on women <laughs> who, who are like wanting to know why they can't find the right man. And he just tells them shit like, you know, nurses are low value professions. And if you want a high value man, you can't be a nurse. I'll be honest. Like I'm just familiar with him from clips here and there of him just shitting on like uh, uh women. I don't know like the full philosophy or whatever. So we'll get into that a little bit as well as how he died, which is, if you haven't heard, that's how I want to go. But first, www.patreon.com slash count the dings. Make sure you're a subscriber. Make sure you are getting all of the extra content like the overflow where we'll go over winning time and maybe some other shows soon. Hint, hint. Leave that open-ended. Uh, like the watch-alongs, watch-alongs for the NBA playoffs watch-alongs for movies 
uh, as Zach Harper, Anthony Mays, and I call it the Rewatchingtons. Wink, wink, nod, nod. It's kind of like a lo- another podcast you might know and love uh, that, you know, has moved on to different things. We are doing a version of that in the form of the Rewatchingtons, where we watch along with you live a movie and we have all of our comments and notes. So make sure you are tapped in for all those things, the Discord, all the other good stuff that comes from being a Patreon. You're already a subscriber. Thank you so much. If you're not, what are you waiting for? All right, guys. Kevin Samuels. Trey, you're more tapped in on this kind of stuff. How would you describe Kevin Samuels to the listener who's never heard of this guy? Uh, So he uh, was a uh, internet relationship advice um, consultant. Um, image consultant is what would be mm. his title, right? Mm. And as you know, he built a career. Um, he started off giving men advice, and it was right. struggling with views. Like it just just wasn't doing great, and men don't want to hear that. But he grew his career, not mainly insulting women, but mainly kind of giving quote unquote consultation or life advice, uh-huh. but how he did it was so harsh and perceived um, degradable in some sense to the yeah. highest regard, probably, you know what I mean? But also people found humor. So that's why they picked up on it. You know what I mean? And he, as more and more the conversations picked up word of mouth, you know how it is on the internet. Yeah. You become popular and this guy became famous. He was doing them from his car for a minute. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah, it's funny because like the the first clip I saw, it wasn't it was actually like the person he was talking to, they kind of deserved it. The first clip I ever saw was like this woman said, Well, I need a man who makes $150,000 a year, da 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 da. And then it's like, what do you do? Oh, you're unemployed. Okay, like how many kids you got? How many different baby fathers? That are, like he just started like breaking her down. Like, so who the fuck are you to have all of these standards of like the? I won't even talk to a guy who isn't at least driving to this or that. Who are you to have these standards? And that was the funny thing because he was pointing out, and obviously he was shitting on her in the process. But like, you know, the clips that I would see would be things like that. But then I'd read shit that he'd be saying like shit like being a nurse is a low value profession. And I'm just like, what? Like how, <laughs> you know, some of this shit seemed really extreme and, and, you know, trending towards real misogynistic kind of, uh, of stuff. But Kevin Samuels met an untimely demise this week, ladies and gentlemen, as he went out on a date with a young lady and then one thing led to another. Took her back to the crib. Maybe took some supplements. And in the throes of hot, lustful, physical Congress, my man heart gave out and he passed out. Should they try to revive him? With the, the, the defibrillator, they called the ambulance, but he had passed on to the next life. So I asked a question, you guys. If you had to go, where does, while having sex with some hot woman, 
I went on a date with. Rank. Number two. Two. One is sleep Nate, for me. What? That's hey, that's why you my nigga. Down there. <laughs> bump yeah. right there, man. One is sleep. Went to sleep, never woke up. Can't beat that one. Two? I can hardly think of a better two. Going out closing. I'm with it. I'm so with it. I'm with it. Why not? At least there's a legend behind it. I mean, obviously, he didn't get the praise, but there's a legend behind it. Like, man, he went out doing what he loved. <laughs> but Jerv, what, what, what if like you go been... out? What if you go uh, out and you don't get the skadoosh? You don't get your you don't get I your mean, grand finale. The, the, the big skadoosh is you going out. Yeah, you can't skadoosh <laughs> bigger than that, man. I don't I don't know because you know, when you it, do because when you do skadoosh, it's like like that that one vulnerability part. Now, Jerv, uh, you know you've heard this term when a woman gives incredible head. The guys would say she sucked the soul out of me. Well, this nigga had his actual soul sucked out of him. Yeah, no, I'm not signing. I'm not. No, I, I'm not signing. No, no, no. I'll oh. take that as that's my number two, also. But leave me. I don't. I don't. I don't want to experience that though. Like I'm okay. I don't need the. I don't need my soul taken from me. This ain't what, Mortal Kombat. What's three? Hmm. Surrounded by loved ones, like in hmm. that. As I'm old, I gotta be so right. old though. All right. Like I gotta have lived a fulfilled life and my kids and everybody that I your love surrounded by me. That's gotta be three. That's you wanna be, be three. Big, you wanna go out like Big Mama and uh Yeah, like Soul Food. It's Soul Food, right? Yeah, man. I want the story book. I want the storybook ending, man, where niggas just like, hey, he fall, niggas turn, niggas turn or accidentally fall asleep, and then I go, Jerv, ah. <laughs> <laughs> what you got? Number three on your list. If there was some way that I could do like a, um, like if I knew I was gonna die at this exact time, right? I would like to get like a roast or something to happen before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get my flowers, get my praise, let let niggas talk they shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's cause not, you know that's that's not actually that's the love, how you that's the love die. anyway. Yeah, right? like that's that's more like. But he, I guess he's thinking in a situation of like. The doctor's giving me a certain termination. Yeah, but that, but I uh, mean, you you you're asking me how I want to go out, right? Like, no, how no, would I want to go out? It's just like that. Nah, no, he's rank, like, he's ranking it though, like yeah. as far as like the best death you would be, like. Yeah, not like like how like oh, you not, could okay. say, oh, oh, I want to do like cartwheels and shit. Like, and, <laughs> like that's not that's not how you're dying, right? Like, he died having sex. It's not like I, he had he knew he was gonna die, so he said, "Let me have sex one last time." You know what I'm saying? Guess, I guess four would be like painless. An instant, whatever it is. Yeah, I, I would. I wouldn't want to die in front of loved ones like that, though, Trey. That's kind of sad, yeah, man. Yeah, you like know, I feel like that I might mean, fuck them I mean, up. I mean, death is sad in general, but yeah. you know what? You know what my number three is. I'll be honest, man. Assassinated for saying something that I like politically believe in, so I could be like a martyr. For you want to be a martyr? Chill, yeah, Kyrie. Man. I'm just saying, man. Like, <laughs> if I had to die, I don't want to die. But if yeah, I had to course. die, of course. Like, yo, man. Let 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 we people wanna, like we want to be here. Paint murals of me. Let people tattoo my face on their body and stuff. Like, yo, he was a realist. Well, you know, like I, you know, it's sad 
how many of these people go out, but at the same time, it's like it's kind of fucking cool. Like it's you're immortal. Yeah, man, in a, in a really special way. So let me ask you this: If you're uh-huh. assassinated, right? Mm-hmm. Do you want it to be one shot done, or do you want to be a real one and take like three or four of those things to take you out? Like you even went out like a real nigga. I want to get shot, not in the face. I want to be rushed to the hospital. And I want there to be like updates, like critical condition and shit like that. <laughs> but I also want like one last like speech. Hey, you want you want, hey you want the, the oh no this nigga said I can't get a no, roast no, no, no. going, but this nigga's I'm over saying, here getting us giving a speech. But a, like a roast didn't kill you. You know what I'm saying? You're not saying that you got killed. No, I mean I, I was gonna I was gonna die from like a, I was just gonna die from laughter. You know what's crazy, oh. Jerv? Your next birthday should be a <laughs> your next birthday should be a funeral party. Like uh old nah. boy from Curve. I'm good, bro. Cause cause the science will tell me I, I, you know, I don't know how many I got left after I got certain sit upstairs watching it on TV. <laughs> In the bedroom. No. Yeah, niggas will definitely hit the zoom link. <laughs> we at the zoom link, like you got the camera off at your shit smacking. <laughs> Like and now for and now some, for some words, one of Jerv's closest friends, Black Trey, and then it's I'm like, like, you know, I don't be talking and, shit, and, and then be like, Trey, you're muted. <laughs> <laughs> oh my bad, <laughs> finishing some food. Oh my bad. Somebody else is unmuted. Got their kids running around in the background. I said stop. <laughs> you're not you're on. Trying- move. Oh, oh, oh. We're trying to have a service and you out here being <laughs> rude. Oh my God, yo. That's so hilarious, dude. <laughs> hey, the funny thing about it is you asking for me to speak at your shit and your family don't know who I am. <laughs> like, yo, who is this nigga? Who's this nigga, though? <laughs> hey, a nigga Call comes to the funeral, like fixing his tie with some shades. Oh, it's a bald black nigga come in, like. Yo, this is Remy Denton from House of Cards. <laughs> Come in, like, yo, so, uh, yeah, me and Jer, we used to do podcasts together. And niggas be like, I didn't even know that nigga did podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yo, my nigga, why is you asking to speak in this nigga shit? <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine? That would be hilarious. I would just tell niggas about when I took you out to dinner, bro. That would be the funniest story. Well, y'all know Jer, man. That nigga picked you, man. He showed up in a tech police. I'll be doing I'll be doing that. I'll be doing that nigga funeral like a fucking stand-up. Nigga, I need the drummer like the badoots. Like, yo, y'all hey. know y'all know Jerv, right? My man, I, I t- on the next career move. Hey man, I, I told this nigga, man, we was gonna go to this fancy restaurant. You know what he showed up in? Uh, y- y'all know, tell me. Oh crowd oh, like tech please. Oh, please. <laughs> The Air Max 90s on. <laughs> hey, hey, I know, I know they be cutting people's legs off in this casket and shit, but y'all got him in them Air Max ones, right? <laughs> Sick man. Sick eulogy. Oh, I man. actually did. I actually do want to uh, be buried with a with a pair of sneaks though. Whenever my time comes, bro, yeah. they be cutting. They be cutting niggas shit off at the at the uh, shins, bro. Just to do they? Make sure. Yeah. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. Bro, they oh, don't no, be I making them big ass caskets, nigga. Nah. I need the fly shit, my nigga. Like, I Wait, what about what about what about them funerals? You ever seen them funerals where like they have the dude propped up, 
Oh, nigga, that shit's scary. That's a, that's. You mean I, like I, the ones where they're sitting in chairs and shit? Yeah. We had yeah. niggas at the club and shit. <laughs> at the club, said, no, I'm good. Came out a couple of weeks I'm ago. Good. He was at the club and he was just I'm standing telling, there. <laughs> I'm telling niggas now, I'm physically not gonna be here, nigga. I'm gonna be out here, nigga, in the urn. <laughs> Throw my shit in the water, nigga. <laughs> my shit gonna spill. <laughs> Throw that in the LA River. Throw, throw, that, throw that shit in the water that, and then ask everybody, did they drink their water today? That shit gonna spell some bullshit. That shit gonna spell <laughs> some. My, my ass is gonna spell some stupid shit. That's that shit hilarious, dog. Oh man. So all right. So we transition on from there to the Dave Chappelle story that just took another twist with this tweet that Trey just put into the group chat. Dave Chappelle provides new details of attack at secret stand-up show. Two nights after the Hollywood Bowl incident, comedian played the comedy store in L.A. Fuck. With stars like Kim Kardashian and Sean Diddy Combs in the crowd. At the belly room. Oh, damn, bro. Oh, shit. Yeah. Is this is this is this you realizing you should you, you could have tried to have been in? Yeah, there? he definitely he definitely could have he definitely could have been uh, in the building. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow! The missed opportunity uh, of me. Okay, so I, I'm, I'm yeah. I, I hate it all the time. Every single time it happens, like and to to for it to be the belly room, like that's the most connected room I'm in, and yeah. all of comedy, like that's the one I'm like I can walk in there, no questions asked, no list, no tickets, nothing. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Chappelle. Apparently, you could, you, you could come in with a weapon. It seems like too. Yeah. Well, not no, not in the belly room. Yeah. <laughs> Chappelle it's... joked to Chris Rock. At least you got smacked by someone of repute. I got smacked by a homeless guy with leaves in his hair. <laughs> Chris Rock laughed and responded, "I got smacked by the softest nigga to ever rap." Later, Chappelle described convincing venue security to allow him to enter the room where the assailant, 23-year-old Isaiah Lee, was being held. I needed to talk to him, Chappelle said. He asked Lee what possibly could have prompted his attack, to which Lee, who Chappelle said appeared to him to be mentally ill, offered a story about his grandmother from Brooklyn who had been forced out of her neighborhood by gentrification. The attack was meant to draw attention to her plight, Chappelle recounted. Wow. I am in this place where you sat in the car with Biggie Smalls as he died. He said to Diddy, I hate this city. <laughs> Yo, that's fucking crazy. So, okay, so Dave Chappelle was doing stand-up at the Hollywood Bowl as part of the Netflix festival. Um, and uh, towards the end of the performance, this guy rushes the stage and tries to tackle Dave. Everyone said tackle Dave. He didn't tackle Dave because Dave hit the swim move with extreme precision. Wow. Shoved him down there. From hey, there. That's, what all, that's why all, you know, when he be, we be teasing him about looking buff. That shit yep. paid off. That nigga hip strength is fucking 99 on Madden. Mai Tai, Muay Thai, whatever the hell it's called. He's been on it for uh, a good level here. So they security takes him backstage and beats the ever-loving fuck out of him. The picture of the guy with his arm turned the wrong way. Like a Ken doll. <laughs> you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the Chappelle Show skit where Eddie and Charlie Murphy beat down... Uh, 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 Rick James and his legs are all fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what it looked like. That's what it reminded me of. Like. Tales from the Hood, Dave and Allen Greer, when the when the kid bought up the paper. 
Also, his face with all the knots and messed up uh, looked like Martin when he fought. Uh, who did he fought? Tommy Hearns. Tommy Hearns. Yeah, yeah. Hitman, so, like, Hitman gave him that work. But it's crazy because like those are all like <laughs> shows that were just being silly, and this dude actually looked like that by the time they were done with him. Uh, Dave on stage talked about because he when he shoved him down, like he grabbed him by the back of his head. He said his hair was spongy. <laughs> he described the dude's hair as spongy. They roasted this dude so hard, man. But the worst thing about him wasn't that he just, you know, rushed the stage or whatever. It's that he was armed. He had a gun. Well, he had a knife that looked like a gun. Basically, the blade pops out of the barrel of this pretend gun. And L.A. County decided not to press charges. And I, I don't know. What more you need to press charges than a dude who's attacking someone on stage while holding a weapon in front of thousands of people? Like that's not that that doesn't get a charge. Yeah, because they they have to they have to do some some type of disciplinary action because if not, people are going to continue to try it. Despite, and that's interesting because if he could do that. Again, he got up there like it was a surprise attack on WCW Nitro. Right. Like it was he was sprinting up there. So um yeah, I think that needs to be handled. Um I don't think it has to go to the, the dramatization of like how people are like comedy is dead. Comedy is over because people can't do their stand up act anymore. And it's like, nah, but it's getting kind of wild. And I and I and I was and I knew that kind of was going in the direction. I had watched it and I got a couple comedian homies I was talking to and I was like, how do y'all feel about it? And obviously they, you know, comedians always had them like dickhead answers of like, oh, I would have did this instead yeah. of like giving me a true answer of like, are you, you know, do you feel a type of way if you actually find somebody yeah. to pick them on or has your routine changed since? Right. Do you not like scale the room and find some like subject? or what so it's interesting so wait dave doesn't control dave doesn't control the pressing of charges in this situation i'm not well versed in how to press charges i, I don't i mean either jerk because i don't go to cops like that but <laughs> yeah like, I, I, thought, I don't know how to like, here, here's my thing if one person kills someone i don't think you have to press charges Right, like, isn't there right. some shit like you attack with a? Yeah, I'm sure weapon. there's some level that if you go over a level, like it's like automatic yeah, charges. It's automatic. Pressing. It's like I thought assaulting someone with a deadly weapon, that would be the thing. You can't say, "Oh, he cool, man. Don't worry about him." Like, but did he actually use the weapon, or was the weapon on him? That's probably what they're doing. I mean, the weapon was on him, and he rushed, ran up there. He didn't run up there to give him a hug. Right, like, <sighs> I don't know, man. Maybe some of our our lawyer listeners or whatever can let us know. Explain they just our don't dumbasses. Like Dave. Man, that's what it feels like to be honest with you. That's like, oh, that's what it feels Dave, like. Dave, you know? He's pissed off a lot of people. He sure has. So, uh, and I don't know if you, y'all saw Jamie Foxx doing a Dave impression. Like, cause you know he said he's really so good too. The, the, yeah, the day, the like the night that shit happened, he said, "Well, calm them down." Was seeing Jamie Foxx in the, what looked like a sheriff's hat. He had one of them big hats, some big old Pharrell type hats or whatever. And so he said, 
He said, if anything goes wrong, Jamie Foxx will be there in a sheriff's hat. Don't fear, right? And so Jamie, later, like a couple of days later, did an impression. And I'll be damned if that motherfucker didn't sound exactly like Dave Chappelle, man. It's kind of crazy. I wonder if I've got that shit. Did we, did we share that in our chat? Or was that in a different nah, chat? No, nah, we didn't. I seen it. I didn't even click on it, honestly. I just kept it moving. But... No, I'm, 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 I'm a, like, I, I think I, I... I love Trey. I yeah. love Trey. Why? That's a... I don't. Have, I don't have time to waste. Like, I, like I'm not. I know that's not what you're saying. I know that's not what you said. But like, I know you. It's like, yo, I, I, yo, I'll be doing some other shit, bro. I don't have time to click on no Jamie Fox shit. <laughs> no, I mean at at this point, respect to the legend, man. But I just, I'm not giving Jamie Fox my my time. Not the, not two minutes of my time right now in 2022. I can't do it. What, what are you? Wait, is this Jamie? This is a Jamie Fox thing for you? Y'all got no. beef? No, 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 absolutely not. I just, I'm not going to click it. I just don't find a lot of people didn't, their, their funny didn't age with me. Like, it's like a lot wow. of shit. Oh, you going to say that about Fox, man? Look, hey, you know, I mean, I just posted. Were, were you a fan of the Jamie Foxx show? I just posted the appreciation tweet. I posted the, uh, the um, Wally Zerbiak episode. With Kevin Garnett announcing yeah. at the King's Tower, and then I posted the Sipping episode where he dessert. snuck, where he snuck in the um, studio with Casey and JoJo dressed as Buster. Oh, y'all, y'all, y'all. yeah, <laughs> yo, son, yo, yo, God, yo, <laughs> I was, was recording the album. Yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna post it to me so you can see it, dog. It's hilarious. I was incensed. He do sound like that nigga. Thank you, James. James Fox. Never in trouble. You ever in trouble? Jamie Foxx will show up with a sheriff hat. And all the other comedians just stood there. They're waiting on me to die. <laughs> so I can take over. I'll see you, Chris Rock. It'll never happen. <laughs> So here's the deal. Usually when I do these ad reads, um, I've never really tried the product until they became sponsors and then they give us samples and I try them and then I endorse them. Uh, I'm not trying to make it seem like it's fake. It's real. I've tried them and I like them, but it's not like I've ever used these things before they became sponsors. Today's a little different. Credit Karma. I'm telling you right now, I've used Credit Karma to fix my credit, to figure out what the problematic things are on my credit report was to pay those things off uh, to get a loan in order to pay off some of those things to apply for credit cards to get credit cards I'll qualify for to take care of them the right way and then to make sure I level up Credit Karma uses your credit data to find loan offers that are personalized to you so you can have a better idea of what loan amount you can get approved for Credit Karma will even show your chances of approval so you can choose between loan offers that you're more likely to get approved for and apply with more confidence. I've done this, ladies and gentlemen, and it absolutely works. Comparing loan offers on Credit Karma is 100% free, and best of all, it won't affect your credit scores and can save you money. Credit Karma, apply with more confidence today. I am talking to you as someone who has fixed his credit using Credit Karma before they ever paid me to do this stuff right now. That's right. Ready to apply? Head to creditkarma.com slash loan offers to see personalized offers. Go to creditkarma.com slash loan offers to find the loan for you. That's creditkarma.com slash loan offers. I mean, that's like, that's pretty fucking spot on, man. And 
Yeah, no, that was that's I I wouldn't have been able to separate the two if I actually just was like blindly with my eyes closed listening. Was Dave there? Dave's there, right? Uh, I don't know. I I can't tell from the clip who's in there. Okay, because it's just okay. him. It's just him in the frame, and uh, uh, what do you call it? And uh, and uh, obviously he's by himself and cracking these jokes or whatever. So this, yeah, it, it, I mean, but it, it's like that's one of the best I've ever heard. Like Jay Farrell, I know does a Dave Chappelle. Um, I want there's someone else who does. At Dave Chappelle, but that's one of the best I've ever heard. Because at some point, if you close your eyes, you wouldn't know who it is. Like he starts to ham it up a little bit towards the middle. Then the beginning is like, oh shit, is that is that Jamie Foxx or is that Dave Chappelle? So, anyways, moving on. Drake up in the DMs, man. Goes down in the DMs. All right, so this is probably the story that if you're not if it hasn't been a topic in your group chat uh if you uh if you're not kind of up to speed with it then you're probably like wait drake did what but have no fear we're gonna recap it for you real quick here so this is what happened hold on let me scroll up pass all these kevin samuels tweets Detroit man sold weed out of a vending machine. Andre Blas getting drunk. <laughs> Liz Cambage being tall. Nah, he did ass <laughs> try to create a shot challenge. I knew I was the go. Oh, here we go. Now we're, now we're into it, right? So this is what happened. Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer. And I'm here to talk to you about ButcherBox. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me, I promise. But maybe it happens. ButcherBox takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com slash dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. What the fuck? Where'd it go? Oh, here we go. No, no, no. Why am I? I'm tripping. 
Okay, yeah. So, wow, I didn't even know that the beginning, the origin of the story. You know, was about, about the Instagram comment? It was about John Morant. It wasn't even about, yeah. I thought Drake had like posted something. No. All right. So, <clears throat> basically, uh, somebody tweeted T Morant is approaching LeVar Ball levels of annoyance. And Lethal Shooter, who's a guy who is Instagram personality and uh, I guess like a, a skills coach. Uh, basically posted, this is crazy because he's literally done nothing but be a supportive father on the sidelines, giving props to his son and all his son's opponents, which I agree. Um, and Drake, underneath in the Instagram comment, said, imagine your son makes the league and he's Ja or Mello or Lonzo. All you can do is be elated and competitive and over-supportive, and it's a rite of passage that the OGs talk shit. I know I'm going to be this way even if my son is in a Rubik's Cube competition. Fairly innocent comment. This dude, Seti Bo YBAGNM, or whatever, says, your son probably played with Ghost Riders, which is just, why? And Drake responds, I just followed your girl because she's probably miserable and needs some excitement in her life. And so, of course, you go and the guy's got on his page a family pic, and he tagged his wife. And so next thing we know, Tony Bowden followed by Champagne Poppy. And then, to make matters worse, he slides in her DMs. Well, no, first of all, she puts out on, on IG, like the her follower list, and says, Oh, hey, Champagne Poppy with the eye emoji, which never makes anything like better. And then puts out another one says, my husband decided to be a troll and now Champagne Poppy thinks I need ex- excitement in my life. And of course, the internet went fucking insane from there, ladies and gentlemen. That's my favorite part of the story is when the internet goes fucking berserk because they start roasting this nigga talking about Drake go take your Drake also slid into her DMs that it wasn't anything uh disrespectful yeah it was just kind of like hey what's up or whatever something something just to kind of to nah the line is the line is actually classic though what is it I'm he- I'm here for you ma oh, I'm here for you ma there you go that is yeah, uh, that is rude low key it's subtle yeah but very rude like you check so the- listen if, if I went to DMs of one of our listeners wives and said i'm here mm. for you ma after slander of our episode that's rude he's gonna be trying to find my location and try to pull up on me bro because i'm here yeah. for you ma is crazy dog it's insane so this dude he's trying to project i don't care ha ha this is all funny he's like screenshots that and says Oh, nah, fool really DM my wife. I'm crying, laughing emoji, crying, laughing emoji about 25 times, crying. which is definitely 24 times too much, right? So then we go on from there, and one of the tweets, someone said, damn, she might not fold today. She might not fold tomorrow, but she's gonna do. he's going to do some stupid shit, and she's going to remember this DM. Or is she going to play some fucking Drake in the car? But I mean, it's just like it's it is the worst kind of seed to plant, right? Right. So we move on and we think, okay, that's the end of the story. Nope. 
<laughs> we get the this, deluxe edition. <laughs> yeah. First of all, we get comments like, "I wonder if Drake gonna let him see his kids." And so is it, that's Drake's now. Then you got comments like, "Watch Drake sample this reel and drop a bar about how he took bro shorty on expensive dates." Uh, damn, Drake is on her all because you want to make jokes. A year after I do, and y'all gonna need counseling soon because she's gonna t- take shots because he took shots at someone's kid. Uh, so then the next day we get a message from the dude only a nigga that's very secure in his relationship gonna think this is the funniest shit in the world her ass ain't going nowhere all right cool right <laughs> so then uh let's see i wonder if drake gonna let him see his kids as drake's now uh da 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 and then the next thing he says is, to all you weirdos, I got niggas who will dirt nap you. Oh, I my mom. Hilarious. And that, cool. ladies and gentlemen, is cool. where you know <laughs> it's falling apart. <laughs> Very uh, Cuffs the Legend energy right there. Yes. Where you talk your shit, nah, 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 and then all of a sudden the joke comes and it hits a little too close to home. Like that night I got drunk and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to go through all your pictures and roast it. I roasted his dad. I roasted everything. And his response was like, yo, real talk, B. I know niggas, but I ain't going to do anything. Because, like, who does that on the internet, man? Who does that? <laughs> you said so you we, wanted. <laughs> so we get the latest video. Uh, oh, hold on. Before we get the latest okay. video. Because then the next thing that happens is. And by the way, I'm going to show you guys this guy's Instagram story. The YouTube viewers could see this. The audio people. I'm going you know, you, to just try to describe it. You know how like when people have news stories on their Instagram story, it's like a little line. So you see, oh, they have five stories today. So you, one, two, three, four, five. But the more stories you have, the smaller those lines get, right? Look at how many, what this guy has. It's just dot 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 dot. That shit look like a LeBron story. Hello. <laughs> and so, the the story he has here is a. T-shirt. I be really want to support LeBron, by the way, but that that story is too long. Yeah, the T shirt <laughs> is it. It's got the Drake quote on the front. I'm here for you, Ma. And on the back, it has Y B A G N M, which is I guess his his fuck or whatever fuck whoever this nigga is. But again, very cuffs energy. Ha ha, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at all. I'm going to sell a t-shirt about it. Oh, I'm making money off of it. See, I'm, I'm doing things. I'm here for you, Ma. T-shirts coming well, soon. Drake, this well, wait, song wait, wait. Later. You can't Teacher. knock him, though, for that. I mean. No, because it, it's, it's not. It, it, he's no, got no, a no, chance no. to make a quick dollar. Sure, he's not making any dollars. I would have I I really sold those fucking shirts. And tried Jerv, to Jerv, you would have tried to sell them. Ain't nobody buying them. Nobody buying this shit. Jerv, you would be a nasty ass nigga. I would I would have kicked you out of bomb chat. I would have never did a podcast. Oh, no, no, I'm not doing it. all that. I'm not oh. doing all that, bro. I'm not I'm not doing I'm saying if if something happened to me and all of a sudden some celebrity gave me my five minutes of fame. You fucking right. I'm going to try. I'm going to figure out. I'm going to try my best to figure out some way I can turn this five minutes into like a couple dollars real quick. It's only going to be there for a second. This is this is what I call He's the, illu- the illusion of the Internet. The illusion that like if I go viral off an incident, I can automatically monetize that. No, dog, we're laughing at you. We're laughing. We're not buying your T-shirt. We're laughing. We're not listening to your Drake this song coming out later featuring your brother Black Cobain. We're laughing at you. 
Black Covey's probably yeah. Wife and I hosting Lush Thursdays. Pull up on us. Like making flyers like dog. We're laughing at you. There's, there's no part of this that like you can salvage your coolness. We're laughing at you. And so the final stop is Trey, what were you gonna say? Well, the TMZ video came out and they do a recap, and obviously, you know, you get a camera in your face, you get a mic in your face, you prop her up. So all the dirt naps, all the tough guy goes out the window, and he explains that, you know, he was playing fair game into jerk to to basically into Drake mentioned his wife, and then um, you know, uh, he happens to be a Drake fan, and I feel like that's the internet in general, right? Your trolls are your biggest fans, right? It's very rare in a situation that someone truly hates you or just going to create a million accounts to just fuck with you, right? Most of the time, they just want your attention. And once you give them attention or you give them and match that energy and might go two times that energy, it's like, oh, I was just playing or, you know, I actually rock with you. And I think that's the weird line of the internet. But um, for Drake's case, uh. I think it was funny and he did it the right way. But then how people people show their true colors off of free exposure or some type of right fame. And it's gross because it's kind of like, I mean, I guess people are getting famous for less. I mean, we let Bud Light Betty get 24 hours, so we might as well let um Yeah, I mean, but horny husband just, get one. But like but, in both cases, we're we're going to fucking roast them because they make themselves look more foolish. Yeah. With every extra thing they say. Right? Like they're not they're not fixing the situation in any point. So it is it's just it, it's uh it's kind of sad, it, man. <laughs> like cuz like like at least Bud Light Betty or whatever her name is like she's just some single ass girl or whatever. She going to go back to her life and no one's going to know shit because she probably interacts with nothing but white people anyway. Most of them ain't gonna know this shit. We know who the fuck she is, but we're not her life, despite her playing basketball. Shout out to Sean, <laughs> who loves that line. I played basketball. How could I be racist? Mm-hmm. Um, but like this dude, yo, it's your whole family involved in this shit, bro. He attacked Drake family though. I know. I'm not I'm not saying oh, I got you. I'm saying like this nigga, your life is gonna be like, ain't you that nigga? Like you gonna have that, and it's like it's ha ha now, six months from now, when like you out with your wife and mother, ain't you that like that shit ain't gonna be cool anymore. And it's not even just gonna be those people; it's gonna be them group chats also. Oh man, going <laughs> insane! All the friend, all the friends doing. The thing doing. about going viral about anything is forever. It's not really forever, but it it, it can laugh. It, you know what it is. Drake? It, it, it do like it do it do laugh. I mean, yeah, for Drake, you, bro, they about to be is. impressions. I'm gonna sure. tell you. I'm gonna tell you what it is, Trey. It's not that it lasts forever, but I think people don't understand. Like, so for instance, the most famous example of me being roasted is is a great example because it's easy. Like me and the jeans, right? But I already live in a world where people knew who the fuck I was and didn't like me. So like. This didn't really change my life. It was just one more thing that happened to me, right? 
these people are regular people. They got a regular life. They got a regular job. I post a picture of me and my kids and 17 likes. Wow, this one went really popular. And now all of a sudden you have hundreds of thousands of strangers got jokes on everything you post. And superstands, Mo- though, to impress, yeah. trying to think that they're impressing Drake. Exactly. Or a part of the OVO nation. I right. don't even know OVO what the OVO nation is. in this bitch. Right? I don't like, even know, man. Yeah. So it's like everything, well, ah! whatever it is, whatever the source of where these people are coming, you're getting roasted. You're hearing at it every turn on, on, on social. And it's like, yeah, because you didn't sign up for any of this shit for real. It just sounded cool. Like, oh, my God, they're all talking about us. And then a week later, oh, my God, they're still talking about us. Yeah, motherfucker, that's what this shit is like. I'm, and I'm not even that famous. And like, I'm like, yeah, that's what this shit is like. Yo, can you imagine when he's home and like him and his wife argue and she throws on fucking like Marvin's whatever. Room. Marvin's oh room. my God. I'm just saying you could do better. Oh my God. Tell me, have you heard that lately? Like, yo, I don't care how real you. I don't care how real you are of a person. Fuck that like, you could be the toughest nigga ever. <laughs> like yo. day day one, it's cool. Day five is cool. By day fifty five, like yo, you're snapping. Like you don't want to hear the shit anymore. That, and that's now, they, point, it, it might have to be a ban on. He has to ban yeah, Drake. That's, the that's my point, Jerv. Is that there's so many trigger points. That won't allow them to get past it. Going by hearing it, hearing a Drake song in the car, on the radio, at a party, at a wedding. Right? And and it's not just Marvin. Marvin's room is the most the most like obvious, right? But like think of like take care, right? Dude, yo, it's not even yo, it's not even just Drake songs now that I think about it. Like he's got like anytime she's mad, he's got a list. He's like, and she plays music. She like anything that that song can say about how like, <laughs> like imagine my favorite song that I always think of in these situations is Lil Wayne's One Night Only. Oh, <laughs> like like I imagine him sing. coming home after arguing and he hears that song playing. What you talking about? I'm, sing- I'm single. No, One Night Only. It's a song. It's oh, it's a mixtape. The mixtape one where he's talking about how he how he got this girl to when he traveled. Like, yo, even her even her husband know, like he's in town for one night only. And and, and like it's just like yo, shut up. It's him, it's one night only. Yo, it's it, that I would thought you were gonna say irreplaceable. Oh like my the, god. The, like like that, like there's so many songs. <laughs> like, my nigga, you're on probation for the rest of your life, pretty much. <laughs> and that's just that's just if she wants to use it as leverage. There's also the part of this where it's like it's bothering her. It's bothering her. And it's like all of this because you had to like troll his kid. Keep my kid's name out your mouth. Mm. I hope you <laughs> I hope you enjoy your 15 minutes of fame. Your T- the TMZ interview. She was like, we should meet. And everyone was like, you, you didn't see that, Jerv? My, my nigga, let me tell you what we're not doing. I'm not I'm not then giving dude even more ammo. He's oh. in the same room. Like, so the, TM, the TMZ interviewer asked them, like, yo, like, what do you want to say to Drake? And 
the guy that's when when trey said he said by the way he used his whitest voice ever i'm just a huge fan like i just i love his music that's the funny thing about this whole thing like we all love his music and old girl says yeah we should meet and i was like they are gonna have a baby oh she said we should meet. she said it Oh no! Did he, he stand there with a smile on his face? <laughs> oh, no. I, I, I might have broke character. I might have broke character on that. No, we babe, should meet babe, shit, babe, babe. I can't believe you said that. <laughs> no, nah, because they in it you. together, bro. They Dog. both corny, bro. Dog, they corny. <laughs> They could, they could be in it together you, all they want. Hey, you know, you know, you, I was giving y'all my live feedback. I said, I wish my wife would. And second, I have secondhand embarrassment. The fact that you even posting that the nigga even DM, like, nigga, we taking my L's in silence. Oh, yeah, yeah, Hello? absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, what? like, they ain't even no insecurity or nothing, but we just look like clowns. Yeah. You think like, she checked with him first? Of course, because at the end of the day, I'm sure he gave her like the look, babe. God, and he like, no, 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 he like, he like, don't, don't, don't even reply. I'm gonna screenshot it. And send that we, to me. We can get some money off this. And we can post this. We can make t-shirts. Look at the look at the because they're posting engagement like they work for a social media company. So it was so crazy. So it was like, all right, they they trying they they've tried to flip it and get it come up. And they I sold, I bet you they sold less than 17 shirts. And 10 like of they, those was from family. They were interested. <laughs> they were trying to pitch like doing like, you know, like, really- um, what's the shit? Uh posting you know how people do the like a you know five hundred dollars for to post your business oh they were doing that stuff cameo no not cameo I'm no about no like the people like, that promote your businesses promote on your businesses on instagram that's the new hustle so they were like because they were getting those views they were thinking like oh if i since i'm getting all this traffic i might as well promote your your, your businesses on that's why i'm pretty sure that whole thing was other people's businesses so fucking corny. Anyway, I mean, this is this is the era of the internet, bro. All right. Final topic of the day, Atlanta. We got a a, a regular episode, Jerv. Are you happy? <sighs> it was fucking weird, man. Was Lorena man? I kind of got those vibes too. I definitely I mean, got hey, those vibes. Whatever floats your boat. But at the end of the day, but also it was like Lorraine was his mom. Yeah. Yes, what what did he take at the call at the was it like some ne- LSD Nepalese, type tea or something? Yeah, shit? Nepalese space cake. It's it's in the in the cookie that they had, mm. and it has them mm, tripping okay. Hey, it, the homie told him, "Hey, yo, you sure you want to do this?" He's like, "Yo, your man, I can tell your man's is cool with this type yeah. of stuff." You, eh, you look like you're not you ready know, for this type of thing. Remember, if somebody if somebody was trying to sell you some shit and said nope. that to you, nope. 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 If it was if I it was it. if it was weed and someone said to you, Are you are you are you sure you want to do this? I mean, well, that's kind of what you're doing with an edible. Like people do kind of hit you with the yo, you sure you want to do that because you don't really know how it's gonna respond. So I I may, may nah, I'm good. If you gotta give me like a real warning. Like a yo, I feel like yo, Trey. like a precautionary, like yo, yeah. Trey, I feel like Jervis is, is not telling the truth right now. I think I feel, too. I cool. feel like Jervis, would have, nigga. Do you know what I smoke? And you're one of those not, guys, like because it would have to be, it would have to be something that's more than weed in order to do that. Like I, we can't do that to me. It would have to be something that's more, like like 
like like if someone offered me what is it shrooms or some shit like I'm cool on that type stuff. Right. Like, I'm not. Yeah, now nah, I'm I'm good. <laughs> I mean, like I but get I'm it. Saying, so, but that's my point. Like, cause um, post uh, Paperboy whole thing is like this nigga trying to tell me about drugs. Like I know, I know how to like I. Yeah, I, I do all like, the drugs. You know exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, like, I don't, I don't do drugs. I but, that's my, but my point is, Jerv, <laughs> if someone came to you like, no, this weed is different, bro. It's weed, but it is different. You he feel listen, like he listen to me like that. Yeah, you feel like you've experienced. Oh, uh, I mean, all that weed has to. It's offer. a natural leaf. It's the natural yes. weed. Oh yeah, I'm trying that shit. Exactly. That's I'm my point. That like, I'm trying that shit. It couldn't tell you. There was a weed that was too strong for you. Nah, that's, y'all just don't know my, how I roll. Like, that's, my, exactly, that's exactly the point. That's exactly how he felt. Y'all but I'm not going to walk around the town and do that. Like, I'll I'll stay in the crib. Like, I'll I'll do it on a day where I'm just like, all right, eh, I don't want to do anything today just in case this shit's real. This shit is too funny, bro. This shit is too funny. Uh, I, I believe this episode was all about me. I'm going to say it. From the description, right? Do y'all saw the episode description? No, no, I missed it. What did you say? So it's uh, it is Al and Darius Walker on Amsterdam. I could make a way better TV show than this. Starts there, right? Then you say the shit with the goofy hats, (laughs) right? Oh, we just gonna have Disney paraphernalia in there. <laughs> I did say last week that would be some shit if if you come back off this thing and say, yo, they're talking about me. <laughs> yo, make a t-shirt. Yeah, I should uh <laughs> got a glove. There was other shit. I, I, I'm trying to remember the episode. There was other shit. I was like, okay, this can't be not about me, like at this point. Oh, I, I the can- cancel culture is not you, but the cancel club. Yeah, yeah, the cancel, cancel club, club is brilliant. Oh, the, the 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 uh the Liam Neeson. Yes, yeah. I, I, do, I do the no, 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 no. You've gone too far. I do that all the time, and he did the no, 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 no. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> yes. Yo, man is sick, man. He yeah, really man. think he got it out for it's, it's all, it's all I thought good, it was. Man. I thought it was clever to have Liam Neeson in there and play. It was and poke, no. and, and, and poke at it. And and also for him to say like, oh, he didn't feel bad about it at all, and white people have the the luxury of not being able having to learn anything. I thought that was a pretty smart and funny term. It was a good episode. I, I I'm surprised you didn't like it, Drew. No, I mean it was cool. I just thought it was fucking like yo. I don't need every episode to have the deepest of meanings. Like sometimes uh, I just want to watch a no, regular buddy. episode because they always weren't like that. At one point in time, no. it was just. Episodes like, like so, like I don't want to have to be like, okay, can't. Oh, we're a cancel club. What, are, what's the deep thought process behind this? Oh, there's Liam Neeson. Oh, this is about people being canceled and and how they're so misunderstood. I didn't. I don't want all that. Like, just let. Just want to laugh sometimes, man. Yeah, I just want to laugh. I'm with you. I'm I just want to laugh. Niggas just, just want to laugh, laugh, man. Um, by the way, confirmed, Trey, the actress playing Lorraine is a transgender. I mean, he was, I mean, Brian Tariq character was like, don't touch my face. And he's in a weird club. I kind of figured. Oh, I don't, do you think, do you think in the story that character is trans as well? Yes. I just thought. 
That's why I was thinking like that because I think he was like he was trying to figure out what type of club he was in for the longest. It's daytime. It's nighttime. It's funny that he was tripping and he didn't know he was tripping. Has that ever happened to you? Have you ever been so high where you were tripping, but you didn't know? You thought you were just being normal and everything was normal. I did one time. I was cooked, though. I was so cooked, dog. So, 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 so talk to me about this, Trey. Bruh, I'm in the backseat of the car. Like, we driving. And, like, I think I'm asleep, but I'm not asleep. I'm that cook, but like I'm like sitting there, and then I just scream, like "Watch out, nigga!" The homie almost lit the car. <laughs> it was no car in front, bro. No way. But I thought it was a car, like you know, like in front of us, and I thought he was just speeding. I was so cooked, and that's back when, like, 2017. I was getting high, like. That's funny. I was getting high to a point where, like. Cause I was like new to weed. I wasn't like smoking like that. So right. Smoking. So like, you know, you would see me out, bro. I pull up, cushed, but I was smoking to a point where I thought like, okay, I'm high, but I need to get higher. And there's no getting higher. <laughs> like I was smoking like for hours, dog, and coming to like spots, and you could sm- as soon as you open the door, my clothes. I'm no, talking about that, that strong Team spirit. And I remember I had the homie from Connecticut come visit. Shouts to Dame K, Dame FK, one of the comedian homies. And he says, "We're playing Mario Kart." And he paused the game and like grabbed his like temple, and he said, "Bro, this is the." This is the weed they give to cancer patients. <laughs> that's, that's funny. I said, oh, I know I'm smoking some shit, dude. For sure. Mm-hmm. He was like, no, nah, I can't do it. He had to sit down, bro. He asked for some water. Katie Trenilia was with us. You know what I'm saying? Because he, he came to Brian crib. Right, right. It was, it was just a funny day. But, like, yeah, I was cooked, dog. And he, he was cooked, too. He went to Casa de Sussman. Jerv, uh, have you ever been super high and yet not known you were high? Like thought you were just normal. Mm-hmm. I was happening to me a couple times. For real? It's yeah. never happening. The reason I ask is because it's never happening. And every time I'm high, I'm high. Like I know I'm not in my right mind. I might forget no, I might... from like one time. Yo, it's funny. One time I got high and I knew I was high. I knew I was super high to the point where like I had to excuse myself, go back to the hotel, drink mad water, and just lay down to for the high to not leave me, but just come down, right? So I'm now I'm like more functional. I go to a game and I see Malik Rose. And Malik's my guy, right? And like I went to dab him up, and for some reason, midway through, I just decided I'm gonna hug. <laughs> I went full two-arm hug. And as soon as I did, I was like, oh my God, what do you because you know, you know how like someone's like the fuck is going on? <laughs> Fuck's wrong with him. Uh, I knew it was because I was high, right? But like I hadn't thought about it up until that moment. But overall, man, when I'm high, I'm high. Like I just there's no hiding it for me. Yeah, I mean, I it, uh, for me it, it always happens like Trey said, like I get high and then I'm like, "Oh, I can get a little higher." And then you get a little higher and it's just like, "Well, I can go a little higher than this, right? Like, you know, let's let's just see how high we can go today. And then next thing you know, like, you're like, all right, I'm good. And then I'm walking to the car and I'm like, all right, I'm driving. And then next thing you know, like, outside is just fucking crazy. 
And it's just like, you know, I, I got I got to turn around. Like, I got to go back to where I was at. I'm in no condition to fucking like I thought I was cool, but like I'm, I'm really not cool. Like I'm really, really I'm really, really high. And there's nothing I can do about it right now. Everything has to just wait. It's funny. Um, yeah, man. The, so uh, any other final thoughts about this episode? There's an episode nine uh, coming not, out next not week. Not really. I mean, it's strange. The series has been super weird, but like, I ain't gonna write a think piece a, about it. Uh, a, I, mean, I don't. You know, I don't hate it. How can you think? Like, There's nothing you can think about because you don't know what the fuck is coming. You know. You, you know what the fu- shit. You you know what the funny thing is, guys, about this thing, about this 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 season, I should say, is that, and I said this last week, dog. Why don't you just make another show? To put all these other random ass, uh, like things in there, and I told you one of my homies said, "Man, because he's scared, like, like he can't do it." And my thing was like, "Nigga, look at what you're doing." doing it. I'm just saying, like, you just got Liam Neeson to play himself and be racist in the show. You can't get an, a a television show greenlit. Like that seems a lot harder to me to get done. By the you way, I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, Jerv. Prediction: Next episode is gonna be another one of those what? fucking. Oh, which goes in it? This is this is the this is the description: black and white episode. Yawn. Emmy bait. Why do they hate black women so much? Written by Donald Glover, directed by Donald Glover. Well, you know who's in it, right? I told you who was in it in episode nine. Yeah, it's Kevin who, Samuels. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's like a pastor or something. I saw the preview and I was like, "Wait, am I fucking tripping?" And I, I was, I, I went all over the internet trying to get a like preview for the next one. And then I just googled, "Is Kevin Samuels in episode nine? And then they showed the screenshot of it, like, "Yeah, he plays some pastor." And I knew nothing about the description and everything you're saying <laughs> makes perfect sense. That's yeah, crazy. Niggas about to do numbers, man. <laughs> that shit's about to do oh, yeah, that. That's about could, to be out of here because I know he's gonna say some crazy shit. Yeah, and and the nigga just died. Wow, full circle, oh, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yo, he, yo. So everybody that's been talking shit about them, yo, this nigga's are literally about to get the last laugh. Literally, he's about to address everybody that's been talking shit and shit all. Oh, oh, that's about to. Oh, I, I got. I might have to watch this this one live. <laughs> I might have to, for real, for the for you the, live tweet it. Yeah. <laughs> I might have to watch this one live. for the Twitter reaction alone. Yeah, I just need to join the community, you know. Much needed. Well, on that note, nice full circle there. We started with Kevin Samuels, and with Kevin Samuels. Uh, shout out to uh, Ball Trey, shout out to Big Jerv. Shout out to you, the listeners. Thank you for listening to us. Remember, the Overflow episode comes out tomorrow. We're going to uh, season finale for winning time. We're going to talk about that uh, and whatever else we got on our minds. Uh, Patreon.com slash Count Things. That's how you make sure you are subscribed. That's how you get that extra information, all those extra episodes, all the good stuff. For all of us here at Bomb, thanks and stay black, motherfuckers. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. 
and we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.